topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host, who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power. And now, here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there and welcome. We've got a great show for you today and I have an amazing guest and we're going to do things a bit differently today. We're going to go straight into the conversation with the guest about unlocking your infinite abundance. And most people would love to live an abundant life and yet they struggle. My guest Brendan Beecham, Brandon Beecham has written an amazing book and I've just finished reading it, The Eight uh, Golden Keys. And we're going to be talking about how you can unlock your abundance. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Brandon Beecham is an entrepreneur, thought leader, author, and host of the Positive Head podcast and the late night styles talk show, Optimistic. Brandon has been a serial entrepreneur since childhood and in 2011 co-founded what is present day Resort Share. In 2015, Resort Share was named the 569th fast gro fastest growing private company in America with an, an annual Inc. 5,000 5, fastest growing companies list. That's a bit of a mouthful. Brandon's primary focus today is on helping people shift their perspectives to understand the ultimate nature of reality and create more of what they want to see in the world. In an effort to do so, Brandon released his first book in January 2021, The Golden Key, Modern Alchemy to Unlock Infinite Abundance. Later that same year, when Brandon began the Positive Head podcast, which to date has amassed over 15 million downloads and has consistently rated in the top five in the spirituality category on Apple. Today, his primary focus is on helping people like you shift their perspective to understand the ultimate nature of reality and create more of what they want to see in their world. And in an effort to do so, he released the golden keys. So we're going to be talking about his work and about the book. So without more ado, I'd like to welcome Brandon Beecham uh, to join me today. Hello, Gina. How are you? Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm great, thank you, and thank you very much for being there. I know it's been a bit tricky. So, before we get started, I mean, what a what a bio! Goodness me, it would be really great if you could share, um, you know, some of your background, so people who are listening have an understanding of where you're coming from and how you've got to this place. Sure, sure, yeah, I'd love to share. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I was uh, I currently reside in Los Angeles, the Los Angeles area. California, and uh, I, I was raised on the East Coast in a very, very, I guess, as normal as normal can be upbringing, if there is such a thing, and uh, conservative kind of Christian upbringing, and, um, you know, very, from a very young age, uh, 
sort of started um, down the entrepreneurial path. And uh, that's something that continued. And really, I guess a big turning point that led me to, you know, writing a book and launching a podcast was in um, when I was in my early 20s, I started exploring. Um, I met someone who claimed to have some intuitive ability and they demonstrated some things that kind of shook the foundation of what I had been raised to believe. So I started exploring concepts outside of like a conservative mm. Christian sort of mindset. And, you know, I can only assume, Gina, because it's my dharmic path to do the work that I'm doing, that, you know, this information would really just hit me like a ton of bricks where I started sort of exploring yeah. the ultimate nature of reality and spirituality and this idea that all is all is one, you know, if you will, at a very base level foundational understanding and that we are eternal beings having human experiences, not, you know, the spiritual beings having human experiences, not human beings trying to have some spiritual experience. Yeah. And as I started to explore a lot of those uh, philosophies and, and, uh, you know, ideas, um, yeah, it's just, it, it, from there, it, it just sunk in so fully where I was just extremely passionate talking about this stuff. And, you know, because philosophies and ideas and theories and all of these things are great, but where the rubber meets the road is what kind of results do they get for you, right? Um, if, I, if I am in a terrible, uh, you know, abusive marriage, you probably don't want uh, relationship advice from me. So, you know, <laughs> when I started applying a lot of these ideas, the results that I saw from them were, you know, very affirming that yes, indeed, this is the nature of the situation in which you find yourself. We are one with the creator uh, and we're we are fractals of the one source source consciousness that creates and animates all things. And as a result, you know, it's like Rumi said thousands of years ago, you're not the uh, drop separate from the ocean. The ocean is in the drop. And so once I started exploring like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm one with all of this and therefore the abundance that is in this world is an extension of me in some way. Um, you know, I can, I am, what does the creator do? It creates. So I am a creative mm -hmm. being at my core and so are you. And, you know, and, and you started just really, it's one thing to understand the stuff theoretically. It's another to apply it. So, you know, now it's been a 25 years of mm -hmm. deep exploration of the ultimate nature of reality and, you know, getting my, my sea legs, if you will, uh, as I, you know, uh, Mike Tyson said it really well, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face. So, you know, <laughs> okay, this is how it works. And I'm going to show up like a Zen monk when I have faced this challenge. And, you know, uh, then all of a sudden, you know, you get hit, hit by a, uh, <laughs> a, a, you know, a, a jab a and yeah. you're, yeah. you're, you know, acting a fool yourself and angry and all those things. So it's really been a, a, a quite the journey of, uh, applying and understanding, understanding, as I like to, to put it, these, these core teachings and then sharing with others has been really the, the labor of love that has went on for about six years since I started my podcast. One of the things that struck me and I've, I've read your book, I finished it this afternoon. Um, I have to say it resonated hugely with me, but I love your use of language mm -hmm. and the, the concept of the inner, um, taking control and it's very much I mean that's what the leadership for life is all about is stepping into your genuine power and recognizing you're not broken yep. and that you are connected and you know there were so many things in the book I was taking lots of notes but it just it just struck me that we live in a time when things are so polarized and you know I've talked a lot on the show about the, you know the the um from fear to love, there is a huge gap in the middle. 
and we see being played out around the world you know people who are leading from a place of fear all the time and i am hopeful that you know through the work that i do and you do uh, and many of my guests do is that we can get more traction for people coming from love and getting away from this idea that love is pink and fluffy and it's very weak yeah. rather than actually it is it has huge strength because you expect the best of yourself and others when you truly love them yeah but i want to explore with you the eight keys because i think many people particularly those who've started um dabbling in their sense of who they are their their spiritual journey will lots of the things will resonate but what i like so much is the cohesiveness of it and how that you've used research um, and that what i found uh, really interesting was how many of the uh, resources that you'd use were books that i'd read and mm -hmm. it just put things together beautifully you know for example you know the surrender experiment mm -hmm. is something that had a huge impact on me so talk me through how the book came to you i know it's in the book but the the, the viewers and the listeners won't know that yeah absolutely so uh, i like to <laughs> playfully refer to myself as a thought leader dj um, you know, so spinning and remixing other people's ideas at times, combining yeah. them with my own. And it's really fun to sort of play off of what someone else has originally um, put out there in a way and expand on it. So there's a lot of that in the book. And, um, you know, what I did when I when I first set out to, to write it was like, OK, what are if I had to create like the keys to my foundational understanding of, OK, if I apply, these are the keys that I've applied to my own life that have helped me to build a foundation and create abundance and many forms and and in the life that I'm proud of and, and enjoy for the most part. Now, that doesn't mean there's not challenges. That doesn't nope. mean there's not hardship. You know, challenges are actually our blessings. And that's a big part of what I think you were talking about a, a minute ago. Love isn't just all rainbows and Yep. and butterflies no. <laughs> it, yeah it, it's it's all it's all one i believe you know the the consciousness that animates my form is the consciousness that animates your form the separation between us is an illusion and it's it's all one we're eternal beings having this this human experience in this moment and it's happening for you know the consciousness is synonymous with the word love right that is the core of what it is yeah. but without the contrast that becomes meaningless imagine it's all one and it's all love for eternity. There's no other, there's no contrast, there's no anything to give it any meaning. And so that becomes the same as being nothing. So, you know, I like to say, as I put in the book, you've never seen a great work of art without shadow in it. So the shadow is necessary for God to know herself, you know, source, higher self, consciousness, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Um, the unnameable, however you want to try and name the unnameable, it's, um, it, it needs the contrast in order to, 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 to experience. And it's creating other, this illusion of other in this case, you know, there's Gina and Brandon and the listener, but you know, it, it, it's yeah. relative truths from one perspective. We're one from another perspective. We can argue that we're separate and many people would agree with that. And, and they're both true depending on the vantage point from which we are speaking. So once you start to understand this dichotomy, this idea of relative truths that you can't have, love without you know the darkness it, it, it is a necessary uh, component to to give it meaning um then now you start to realize oh okay so it's all happening for love at the end of the day 
right? It's, it's all happening for good from the greatest and grandest vantage point. And um, that is a very relieving thing to, to tap into because it doesn't mean the challenges aren't there. It doesn't mean you don't feel pain. It doesn't mean you're not hurt or any of those things. But at some deeper level, you know, this is happening for me, not to me. And it's happening for love at the, at the deepest level. And once you kind of start operating your life from life is happening for me, not to me, and knowing this is a foundational uh, operating system and vantage point to navigate from, it's a real game changer. And so, you know, with the eight keys, of course, it's like, okay, as I've done that and, 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 yeah. you know, uh, as I also say in the book, you know, smooth seas never made for a skilled sailor. And we all came to be skilled sailors. Yeah. So you're going to get hit by rogue waves. You're going to be challenged, you know, but knowing those things are blessings, it's like, okay, I, I don't necessarily always see the path as to why this yeah. is happening for me, but I trust. One of the keys is trust the mystery, right? Yeah. I, I don't know exactly why, but I know my human level consciousness from one vantage point is playing checkers. It only sees and yeah. knows so much. My higher self is playing chess. So, you know, if, if the... If the uh, the expanded version of me puts something in my path that I did not foresee or count on or call in consciously, I'm, it may be challenging, but I trust it. And I'm going to do my best to um, find the gift there. And, and then this is how you start transmuting the lumps of coal in your life into diamonds. Yeah. And and so, so yeah. Um, I find ahead. it interesting, uh, and certainly it's been my experience. You know, I, I found myself... A wheelchair bound but i ran my school from a wheelchair for a, over 20 years wow. and the gift in all of that was because i couldn't physically get into the classrooms i had to find a way of empowering people to take radical responsibility for themselves and mm. a shared responsibility with the school it was incredibly mm. successful but mm. i think you know it's not the challenge that defines us but what we do with it i love your your metaphor of you know becoming a skilled sailor but I think the, cha the difference for me and I think the challenge for many people is that many people are able to recognize the gift with hindsight. Mm. Looking back, things were a gift. But I think when you can uh, appreciate them as a gift in the moment of the without challenge, knowing. Yep. without knowing, that's that, where the real gold is. That's where you're becoming a master is someone who embraces whatever shows up because they know yeah. It's happening for them, not to them. It was put yeah. there for them. Yeah. And I got chills when you started talking about being in a wheelchair. I wasn't aware of that. But one of the things I talk about in the book is synchronicity and signs and those yeah. sorts of things. As you get on this path, how that happens a lot. This mm -hmm. book, I actually came to me in the form of a dream. Well, guess not. Guess what? Last night, I remembered, as you said it, I had a dream about uh, someone in my life being in a wheelchair. And I would have never even remembered it. I'd never, I never, it was like, when, you know, when someone said something like, oh my gosh, I dreamed about that. I dreamed about someone very close to me being in a wheelchair last night and it came back the instant you said it. So it's like, it's all connected. It's all this, this, this moment is connected to that dream moment is connected to, and once you start seeing those threads of connectivity, it just, it's just so stunning and inspiring. And it's like, you're seeing more and you realize the more you know, the real the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. So Absolutely. I'm seeing more and I'm connecting more dots. And I am aware that there's even so much more I can't see. And that's where this surrender comes in yeah. and trusting the mystery. Because, you know, uh, at least I know it's happening for me. And, and if it's challenging, especially 
it's a time for me to this morning. I mean, I almost canceled this interview this morning because of a big challenge unforeseen. And yeah. in the past, this this unforeseen challenge would have rattled me way more than it has. And it's just like, okay, all that matters is how I show up. You know, yeah. Charles Bukowski, I think, is who said all that matters is essentially, well, paraphrasing, all that matters is how gracefully you walk through the fire, you know? And yeah. so when you start to realize that's the real thing that's happening here, this is testing your resolve yeah. and your ability to navigate this with grace and ease. And then you, you, it's like, oh, it's mm -hmm. kind of like, a video game, you pass those levels, you don't need those same yeah. tests necessarily anymore, and you get onto a, a more expanded experience. I must share a story with you, and it's the, the, the walking through fire that's, that's reminded me of it. Um, fortunately, although I still do use a wheelchair if I go into town or on holiday, I don't use it in the house anymore. Um, but in 2006, I decided to go and do a Tony Robbins course, and um, he was talking about um, a course that was going to run in California. Now I live in the UK and at that time I didn't have a travel electric chair. Now I've got one that's in the car and so I can buzz about always on full speed, let me tell you. Um, and so I dismissed the course because I thought, well, how will I get there? I haven't got a, an, an electric wheelchair. I'd be going on my own, traveling halfway around the world. And I dismissed it. And that evening they did the fire walk and I was determined to do it. And wow. at that time I could only walk a few steps. But with some help, I did the firewalk and I was wow. absolutely thrilled. Sat down in the wheelchair and the guy behind me was a double amputee, no legs below the knee. He turned himself onto his hands and he walked the coals on his hands. He changed my life and he's changed many people's lives because I've shared that story. Wow. I have no idea who he is. That night I booked my ticket, booked my flight, did all of the courses became a, a senior uh, a leader for uh, Tony Robbins and now travel all over the world because that man taught me that I was self-limiting and wow. he enabled me to see that the only limitation in my life was me. And yeah, it's interesting, wow. isn't it? Somebody says something, it just reminds you of that. And yeah. I, want to, I want to move on to the BBB. Because I think we ought to be called human doings and not human beings. <laughs> yeah. And your take on BBB? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's it's funny, you know. Speaking of the signs in plain sight, uh, oftentimes, yeah. You know, I believe we're the we're the star, director, lead actor, actress in our own private movie our own universe yo universe i love it all back to the language again how you use it Perfect. it's reflecting us back to us and so you know i i start off in the in one of the keys in the book um that gina is referring to everyone listening is the fifth key is bbb and i start off talking about how if you pay attention sometimes even people's names uh, reference sort of who and what they are and what what their mission is and i always find it really fascinating like i reference this guy bernie madoff who former investment advisor who <laughs> burnt everyone and made off with billions of dollars the <laughs> largest ponzi scheme of all time or you know there's a, here in the states this guy anthony weiner a congressman who got exposed for exposing himself you know <laughs> and it's just like ah you can't make this stuff up so my initials it wasn't lost on me as i went started on my own journey as such a doer, you know, uh, go, 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 high energy. My my dad will often reference, yeah, when you were like, you know, from the time you could walk, we couldn't hold you. You were like, no, I got places to go, people to see, things to do. Let me down off your lap. And 
my initials are BBB. And so I've really worked hard at, uh, you know, uh, of understanding, teaching best what I most need to learn in regards mm -hmm. to being is such that the present is the gift, you know, that's yeah. why it's called the present. And so the, the only power that you ever really have, which is why you have such huge successes with books like the power of now or be here now, because that truly is pointing you back to where power resides, you know, and the past, you know, never was quite like you remember it. Show it to me. It's not here. You can show me like images or symbols of what it was, um, but it's you can't. It's not here. The, the future is never going to come exactly like you imagine it. No. It's like the and yet you're always in this now moment. And and one thing that you can find in the now moment is you've always been able to deal with whatever's in the now. So a lot of our, you know, anxiety comes from worrying about the past or depressed about the I mean, worrying about the future or depressed about the past. Right. But but really you know, all that is, is pointless to, to, if you think about it, to be caught up on this projection, you know, worry is a poor use, use of imagination. It's a misuse of imagination. You're just projecting and making things up internally that most of the time aren't going to have any resemblance, you know, semblance of what you, you thought about. So bringing it back into this now moment, bringing it back to what you can do from where you're at. And, you know, the only thing guaranteed, Gina, of course, is change, right? Yep. So if you don't like something in the now, congratulations, it's going to change. Yes. Uh, you love something that's in your now moment, appreciate it and be in, and take it in fully because it's going to change. And so, uh, you know, steering us back, if we're, if we're trying to navigate any vehicle, mm -hmm. you know, if I'm trying to, to push on the, the trunk to make my car go, it's probably doesn't make a lot of sense. Where's the yeah. gas pedal? The gas pedal, the power is in being in the now. Yeah. So how do I bring my attention there so that I can really tap into, you know, what's what's actually real, uh, you know, relatively speaking in your life? Oh, relatively speaking is right because so much is about our perception. What struck me, and as I said to you, the book, lots, so much of, well, all of the book resonated, but within the now, being prepared to look to be grateful and you can always find you know focusing on what you do have and for me I think yep. that's that and maybe my circumstances taught me very much that if you focus on what you can do and what you have around you yep. uh, whether it's the natural world or just a nice cup of tea that in that moment having that gratitude changes everything everything um, and it takes you from so many people live the vast amount of their life in victim mode, don't they? And if you're being grateful, it's very hard to be in victim mode. And the other big one, and we've talked a lot about gratitude, but also forgiveness and, you know, letting go, forgiving other people rather than holding on to the bitterness and expecting it to have an impact on the other and forgiving yourself, not letting yourself off the hook. If you can put it right, put it right. But ultimately, forgiving yourself, learn the lesson and move on, um, because then you've got a new moment and another new moment and so on. Yeah, yeah. There's a great Sufi saying um, that essentially is the shortcut to more abundance is appreciating what you already have. And uh, gratitude is the doorway. 
and appreciation yeah. is the doorway to more because we are vibrational beings. That's something that I talk about, you know, from a scientific perspective at the front of the book, everything is vibration and that which is like unto itself is drawn. So, you know, you never go to the top of a mountain and see a giant pine tree that you would expect there and also a desert bush. It, it, they're not there. That which is likened to itself is drawn. You're going to see similar things near yeah. some that belong together. Birds of a feather flock together. So, you know, if you want more, more things to be grateful for, drum up the vibration of abundance yeah. or I mean of, of gratitude, gratitude and yeah. which leads to more abundance, which leads to more things to be grateful through to for that is the shortcut to what we want is constantly I mean, and being going really granular with it, the the, yeah. the soft, you know, seat under my butt at this moment, my ancestors for hundreds of thousands of years were like, on a hard rock, they would have dreamed of having this, this yeah. high tech <laughs> contraption that is perfectly ergonomical for my body. Like, yeah. I did, you know, it's like, and we take it for granted, you know? And so really being aware that yeah. that uh, exposure can breed indifference yeah. and saying, I'm not gonna allow that to happen. I'm gonna find radical gratitude for the roof over my head, the controlled climate that I'm in, the, yeah. the food that it's delivered to me, like, you know, flavors from all around the world delivered to me in 30 minutes, you yeah. know, without me having to do, I didn't have to go to India and get these spices and then, no. you know, hunt this thing down at the time, you know, it's like, it's so much to be grateful for. And what's, what's a, interesting is once you start really tapping into the things that you already have to be grateful for, that which is like unto itself yeah. is drawn where attention goes energy flows you attract more things you know most people yeah. do something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy but it actually works from the inside out there is no yeah. out there out there so you be something like happy and then you find yourself doing and having more things that are a reflection of that vibration yeah uh, so true and so many people i'll be happy when you know that syndrome that it's always in the future and it's it, the criteria get bigger and bigger now i yeah. know that time is short and there are other things that i want to talk to you about if that's okay and sure. one of them is that you talk about the fact that abundance is your birthright mm -hmm. and i think for many people that i believe it um, but I think many people, that's something that they would find very, very new. Yeah. Talk to us about that principle. Sure. Yeah, I say in, in the book, abundance is your birthright, the quintessence of your being, the essence of the essence. It is the core of who and what you are. And so how I, how I get there is, you know, as the whole book kind of lays out and in, in, in looking at from various angles, that I am one with the source consciousness that creates and animates all things. Mm -hmm. You and I are one and the yeah. separation between us is an elaborate illusion. Um, and so we look at that and it's like in, in, in a very, you know, we go pretty fairly deep down that rabbit mm -hmm. hole to say, okay, now let's assume that this is correct and all evidence pointing to this yeah. uh, ultimate truth are, are, are indeed the, 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 the case. So therefore, if, if, and we know, you know, just to use one example, the, the, the atoms that make me up as you hear me and look at me now, well, where did they originate? They were born mm -hmm. at the beginning of the known universe. They're, they've yeah. always been, they lived out a life as a young star, a middle-aged star, an old star, mm -hmm. and then died a violent death and mm -hmm. strewn their guts across the, the galaxy and reformed as me. So even from a physical standpoint, we can see it's, yeah. it's, it's all one, right? I'm yeah. literally a, made of stars. So as above, so below. So the consciousness, same. And so it's like, 
if it's all one, it's all extension of the same thing. So when mm -hmm. I look out my window and see the trees and the mountains and all the abundance this world has mm -hmm. to provide, that's an extension of me in some way, shape or form. Yeah. So the game now becomes is why am I only attracting so many reflections of it in my life? Maybe uh, it's, it's less monetary, you know, monergy, less of that than I want, yeah. or there's, you know, less of, um, you know, relationships or health or whatever. Why? Yeah. Well, because you're a creator being. And if you're telling the story that you are cut off from it, abracadabra translates to, I create as I speak. Yeah. I'm spelling. I'm literally casting a spell with my mm -hmm. words. Their words are my wands. So, so that's where the root is, is yeah. it, you're so powerful. You can turn the faucet off. And so that yeah. the abundance is not flowing in a way. And by the way, that's a useful experience for source to have because yeah. it can't know that which it is unless it knows that which it is not. Yeah. And um, so you need that contrast. My, you know, uh, my brother, I always share, he was, he didn't pay a ticket when he was in his early twenties and then he got pulled over years later and they, um, they took him to jail because of this ticket he didn't pay. And he was in jail Goodness. for like four days. He's very sensitive. The last guy you'd expect in jail. When I picked him up after midnight, they let him out after four or five days. I took him home and made him a hot pocket at one and two in the morning. To this day, if you ask my brother, what is the best meal you ever had? Guess what he says? That <laughs> hot pocket. Why? Because the contrast of his harsh experience he just had made him fully appreciated. So that's really, you know, if you're, if you've had the harsh experience of lack mm -hmm. of abundance, congratulations. You've done the legwork to now start to, to, to change the channel and yeah. start to tune into more of that, which is already an extension of you that you've just cut off yeah. because you're so powerful. You can actually do that. And having the faith, the trust that's going to happen. Now, I'm very conscious of time. So before I ask you um, about your wonderful offer, are there any things that, you know, that, that you would like to say about your book and your work um, that we haven't covered? You know, the thing I always like to kind of, I've been uh, leaving people with is the only thing I've ever been good at is telling good stories mm -hmm. about myself and my situation. Yeah. It, you know, it, 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 as I said earlier, we create as we speak, right? So yeah. what stories are you telling about who you are, what you're capable of, what you deserve, mm -hmm. what, you know, so start the, the game. The good news is for you to change your life or to attract more of what you want. Mm -hmm. It's not by going out there and moving things around. It's no. by telling new stories. It's rewiring the neural networks in your brain so that you can start to create new pathways that lead to more of what you want to see. And so, um, you know, a, a great example I give is people a lot of times get lost in comparison. Yeah. You know, it's like comparisonitis. I can say, it's, it's more deadly than COVID, you know. Oh, it's so deadly. Oh, I can never. Of course, Brandon did this X, Y, Z. Here's why he, you know, or Gina or instead of or seeing that person on Instagram that you admire, I could never be that smart or beautiful or whatever. Instead of telling that story of separation, what if yeah. it's I'm such a close vibrational match to Brandon and Gina that out of the infinite things vying for my precious attention, it's what I've attracted into my yeah. movie, just like, you know, that which is like into itself is drawn. It's such a close mm -hmm. tree on the mountaintop that I'm seeing and hearing it now. So what it represents is that much closer to me and that story versus I could never do that. It's, it's unity versus separation story, yeah, right? Absolutely. And so t starting to tell that when you see something you like, instead of being jealous or 
comparison say oh wow that thing i want it's all it's it's so close wow oh i wanted this relationship yeah. to happen and it fell apart oh instead of i knew i wasn't worthy oh wow it, it's always this or something better so if that didn't work out i can't wait to see what comes behind something that. better Absolutely. yeah so you know it ain't over if you haven't won and so you know that's something that i would like to just as a last thought and then of course uh if they're okay with you i'd love to share the golden key with the listeners. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I'm sure yeah. our viewers and listeners would be really grateful. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll tell you how you can get the audio and or ebook. Um, when I first set out to, to write the book, uh, it came in a dream and, you know, there's sort of dramatic synchronicity stories I share in the book around all of it, uh, including the cover art, et cetera. And um, I just decided what is the most abundant thing I could do? Uh, how could I walk the talk? Well, yeah. what if I gift the book? You know, this is the way I call it the good kind of selfish. If I help you by gifting you my, you know, this is 25 years of deep exploration, trial yeah. and error distilled into three hours of listening or a hundred pages to read. If I give that to you and it benefits you, well, it benefits me because you're an extension of me and I'll feel the energetic repercussions. So I call it the good kind of selfish. And uh, mm -hmm. if you go to goldenkey.gift, G-I-F-T, and you use the... Uh, key code at checkout, genuinely you, all one word, then uh, you can get the audio and or ebook as, as a gift. That's a, a wonderful gift. And having read the book, it is just so full of such, um, such, it is a key to open up people's thinking, to open up opportunities and possibilities. And that's what this program is all about. You're the perfect guest because Leadership for life means taking control of your life and actually seeing yourself as the leader rather than putting up with what other people give you. So mm. it's really brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, mm. All of the uh, details of, how, of, of, of that and how you can um, get in touch with Brandon will be in the show notes. But just before we go to the break, Brandon, um, we, uh, genuinely you, is a very um, proud member of B1G1, buy one, give one. It's a, um, a charity. In fact, there are two. One charity uh, raises all of the money to pay for all of the admin and the staff and so on. And the other um, buys, um, uh, supports projects around the world. And I ask my guests to choose a project and we donate on behalf of the guest. And we also donate for every hundred listeners, uh, we donate. Um, we donate meals so people won't go hungry. I think in the 21st century, for people to still be um, going to bed hungry, um, it's a, a travesty. But the project that you have chosen is clean water, and that's to help villages in Tanzania with access to life-saving water uh, and putting in rope pumps, and we'll be donating on your behalf. And if you, mm. you as a viewer or listener are interested as a business person in becoming a member of B1G1, one of the wonderful things that they do is if people come through my code, then I get to know what impact I've had in terms of spreading the word, or rather like bees pollinating the plants. And so it's a really great organization. Um, Masami Sato, who actually started it up, has been a guest on the show. Um, and they do great works on every continent in the world. So please, you know, do go and have a look, join it. Um, and do get people to download. Today's show is full of gold. Please make sure that you do. So Brandon, it just uh, Brandon, it just means to say thank you. There's so much more we could talk about. And 
I hope at some point I have the opportunity to have a further conversation with you. But I, I do appreciate. That. Thank you. Um, I know that life, life was a bit tricky this morning, but um, you showed up with huge grace, and I appreciate that. Mm, it's been my honor and pleasure. Thank you so much for having me and everyone for listening. Uh, I believe in you, and uh, until next time, journey well. Thank you very much. Don't go away. After the break, we're going to carry on the conversation. See you in a moment. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk4TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for a Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-you.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hi there. I want to spend the last few minutes of the show talking about practical things that you can do to help yourself create and sustain a, 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 an abundant, profitable life. In fact, last week I just finished writing a book for business leaders uh, and it's an intentional journal that is really to help them recognize that the thoughts that they, um, that they employ, that the emotional states that, that we are all in makes such a difference to what we're attracting in our life, just as Brandon was saying. And so I thought it might be quite useful over the next just a few minutes to set you some questions to think about. So if you're in the car, then um, you can listen to this again. If you're at home and you've got the time to go and grab a pen and paper, um, then you know have a think about the questions that I'm going to ask you because they are so important. So what does abundance mean to you? You know, lots of people, that means money. For other people, abundant means that they live a life full of love and friendship. You know, um, a few minutes before the show, I didn't think that Brandon was going to be able to make it. 
And I was able to phone a great friend who's going to be a guest on the show later on um, in a couple of, of months and uh, to say, look, I've only got 20 minutes. Are you able to help me out and come on the show uh, now? She was ready to drop everything. As it happened, Brandon was able to come. But think about what does abundance mean to, for you? Because if you don't know what it is, how will you know when you've achieved it? What do you think you're worth? You know, how secure are you in who you are? You know, be, be, be. Who are you being? You know, one of the interesting things, and I've done a lot of work, I work with businesses, business owners, business leaders, helping them create a more profitable business. And one of the interesting things is their attitude towards money. And the attitude that you have towards money your beliefs about money are very often installed when you're little. You know, how many of you have parents that say, you know, money doesn't go on trees, you know, or you've got to work hard, otherwise you'll not have any money. Or, you know, rich people aren't very nice. And if those are your beliefs, then they colour the decisions, the choices that you make moment by moment, and they're going to make a difference to your life. So what do you think you are worth? What do you, what would you see as abundance in terms of finances? You know, I'm reminded of a story. Um, I was working with someone who had a really uh, interesting sense of what abundance was. A financial trader. They came to me because they were stressed. Uh, this is in the last recession, um, and they believed that that they were going to be made redundant and they were going to lose everything. And in his head. He was on the streets with his two children and his wife. When we started to talk about the reality of the situation, and I asked him to do a simple thing, which was to create a budget um, of what he spent now and what he spent it on, um, and that was the platinum budget, uh, a gold budget where he didn't go on four holidays a year, but he didn't have um, his expensive cars, but he still went on two nice holidays a year and they had a very nice lifestyle. And then the basic budget, you know, the, the budget that many, many people work on, but plenty to eat, all of the bills paid and so on. When he looked at the budget, he actually had 14 years worth of savings at the platinum level. But for him, in his head, make redundant meant I'm homeless on the streets with my children. His belief system was skewed. And so the danger was that he was going to make decisions that were based on erroneous facts. Once he could see that actually he was secure, and of course there were other things that we did around his own self-worth and his, his whole way of being and managing stress and so on. But the, the essence of this is what do you believe you deserve financially if that's your level of, that, that's the abundance you want to work on? And then what are your actions? Because many people who want abundance will give themselves um, you know, a gift because they're feeling a bit down and they'll go and buy a handbag or a set of golf clubs or the, the last bright shiny thing and they'll get into debt and then pay compound interest on their credit card. So your actions moment by moment make a difference. Your choices moment by moment, what's going on in your head, whether you believe you deserve or not whether you see yourself connected or not, whether you see that abundance is your birthright and actually 
if you're expecting abundance and you uh, are at one with receiving abundance, then abundance comes. Those of you that watch the show with Michael Lozio, The Law of Attraction, he wrote the original Law of Attraction. Um, he says one of the simple ways to help yourself is to take out of the word, the word don't out of your vocabulary and talk about what you do want rather than what you don't want. So let me ask you a few questions. So what forms of abundance would you most like to unlock and why? Feeling to what you desire. Imagine that it is already with you. What are you seeing? What are you feeling? What are you experiencing in that in your imaginary place where the abundance is already happening? Imagine yourself as the grandest, greatest version of yourself, the very best version of you. And what does that feel like? When you are at your best, when you are the most amazing version of you, what's happening in your life? And then the, the, the last thing, because we're coming to the end of the show, is to think about connection. That everything that you say or do everything you are being, you are doing to yourself as well as other people. Think about how you turn up, what language you use, what tone of voice you use to yourself and to others. And the final thing that I'd like to leave you with is think about whether you're ready to receive. And I think lots of people, that's a missing link that they desire abundance, that they feel into um, what it's going to be like, but they fail to recognize that they don't feel worthy of receiving. And they put a block up to actually receiving abundance. It's my belief that being kind to other people is a great way of attracting abundance into your own life. So long as it's done unconditionally, not a barter, I'll be kind to you if you give me what I want. That's not what I'm talking about. But random acts of kindness, um, being there for other people, being of service, I think is uh, hugely instrumental in living an abundant life. Many people enjoy giving, as I talked about in a previous show. Uh, they enjoy giving, but they're not so good at receiving. So do go and have a look at the gift. Um, I'm going to ask Roxy as we finish to put up the uh, the the, um, the code to put in uh, genuinely you at Golden Key Gift, and I'd love to know how you get on. You know, there's an 88-day challenge. Try the challenge, and please let us know how you get on. Email me at Gina at genuinely-you.com. Sending you all lots of love. And please recognize that you can be the leader of your own life if you step up and you choose to be that leader. So have a great week. We'll see you next week. And do be the leader of your own life. Bye-bye now. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcast.